Ron DeSantis. Ron here. And we're off. Oops. I've been rambling. So. I think we're live on all platforms. Yes. YouTube. DLive, Facebook, Twitch even. Did you know I'm on Twitch? Rumble, Odyssey, Twitter. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Day, not Daylight Time, U.S. Pacific Standard Time. I would hit myself, but I don't hit. Don't hit yourself, kids. Don't do (laughs) self-harm. Wednesday, December 21st, first day of winter, 2022 A.D. And... Going to have a fun, loosey-goosey Wednesday show. Had a fun show yesterday. Did you guys catch it? Some of you guys were on hold forever. You are welcome to call in, and I will get right to you, especially those of you who are on hold forever, like the whole show, (laughs) because it was off-topic from the people I was talking to. Going to talk, though, about a couple of what I consider to be court injustices. You know, this so-called justice system is not so just. We had one of my uh, silly callers. I can I consider him silly. My opinion. Tony from California talking about, oh, these blacks are getting uh, falsely convicted. Well, I now, and now I say they're getting falsely convictions overturned. <laughs> Kim Kardashian's behind some of that mess. And Trump, honestly. But I still love Trump. So I'm going to talk about Harvey Weinstein, Jennifer Seibel Newsom, Gavin Newsom's wife, the, the governor. Pray for Aaron Dean, who is a former cop, white cop, out of uh, Texas, I believe, who killed Atatiana Jackson, who is a black, was a black woman. And I don't have any ill will towards that Tatiana Jefferson, but she was pointing a gun at the guy. And he was investigating a, a suspicious situation. And it looked like she was uh, a threat to him, and she may well have been. Although she was innocent as well. It was an innocent mistake, I say. They're trying to charge him with murder. They got him for, they got him for manslaughter, and he's going to spend like 12 years in jail, possibly. And I say it's partly because she's black and he's white. What a shame. Got a lot of super chats that I did not get to yesterday and for several months now, too, because Hake was out for months. And some other Hake news stuff. What do you think about Joelle Friday? Man, he adds a lot to the show, doesn't he? All that and your calls, if you would like to call in. Some of you guys are already on hold. But anyway, guys. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Let's not quite yet get on, on with the show. It's Christmas time. It's the first day of winter. And Hake is remiss in playing this song that's perhaps too quiet for the video feed people. Here is Michael W. Smith, and it, it might be Amy Grant. Awesome Christian singers from contemporary Christian music from the 80s. Here it is. No, I had seen.
winter in Santa Monica. Shout out to uh, Michael W. Smith and Amy Grant from Michael W. Smith's album Christmas, 1989. So I grew up with this music a little bit. Feels like it was before 1989, but I guess I was relatively young still in 1989. What was I, like eight years old or something like that? So thank you for bearing with me through that beautiful music. Wasn't that nice? If It was a little quiet for some, but overall, most people said it's okay. Uh, shout out to the Facebook crew. They said it was, still, it was a bit low, but nice song. Thank you. Yeah, uh, those old songs, sometimes they're recorded way too quiet, even too quiet for the rest of our stuff. It's not, it's not our fault. <laughs> or maybe it is, I don't know, but we... We're still learning. It's okay. Um, anyway, I told you what we're going to cover. So anyway, guys, <laughs> let's get right on. Don't blast them with the Hake Report song, though. <laughs> let's get right on with the show. Have you been naughty or nice? Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's the Hake Report. The Hake How you guys doing? I am fine. And I am wearing my Mount Baldy t-shirt. Shout out to Mount Baldy. And my friends with whom, friends and former friends, <laughs> I've been going for years, with whom I've gone to Mount Baldy. Beautiful Mount Baldy. It's near Upland and all that. 
just out the 210 freeway. They built out the 210 so we could go all the way out there. Or they'd take the 10 and just go north, north, north. That song had chloroform in it, says Dan Clifton. <laughs> Amy Grant going to host a gay wedding. Don't tell me that, skunky ex. I heard she was getting a divorce. What was that, like 25 years ago or something? And I'm like, 90-pound wuss never did that. Because <laughs> uh, my then would-be sister-in-law, or my sister-in-law at the time, was into Amy Grant. She didn't like 90-pound wuss. <laughs> Sounds like a Disney cartoon song. Come on, Nazulium, but I know what you mean. Well, those Disney cartoon songs, those are good songs sometimes. Elton John, anyone? Um, the volume question is a setup. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you guys. You know, let me get right to a caller or two, guys, because I was remiss in not getting to the callers. I don't know if I was remiss, because I had to deal with the uh, guest, and then the guest host, and the guest host's topic was excellent. Co-host, I mean, Joel Friday's topic yesterday, about the suicide and the battle of the mind of that guy Twitch, Stephen or Stephen Twitch boss. So, let me get to Dorius, I believe is the name, out of Houston, Texas, a first-time caller on the Hake Report. Dorius! Out of Houston, Texas. Hank. 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 Yes. How you doing today, sir? Doing fine. How about you? All is well. Nice. I was calling to uh, ask you a question about uh, do you think we should bring back uh, slut shaming? <laughs> uh, before I give my answer, what do you say? I would say uh, yes. Why? Why? Um, because I think that we need to uh, bring these uh, women uh, back to reality of following the man. Yeah. Stop to be the man. And also, um, you know, just going out there looking like sluts, like it's okay. It's not okay. Why is it not okay to look like that? Um, because for one, you're made, uh, from the man. Also, um, it's just, it's just evil and you look like you want to get, uh, you're basically calling men to, uh, sex you. Yeah. You know, it looks like, you know, you want to get raped or or something, you know, and that's not good. It's not good to go out. And a look that way. Right. Very provocative. Uh, when you say sh- they're made from the man, what is your point about their, the women are made from the man? The woman is made from the man. Um, what, is my, what is my point from that? Yeah, when you say that as, as to why they shouldn't dress like s- sluts. Well, first, the reason why I say that is because the father needs to teach the young woman or the mother how not to do that because it's it's Christ man and woman yeah. and women and women obey the man and obey Christ so it's I think that it starts within the home and some of these girls don't have fathers that's why they go out and listen to all these kinds of um, artists who are evil yeah. and sluts and that's how they become sluts and also 
you know, they're not learning from their fathers. And I don't have hatred towards women. I'm not a misogynist, but it's just what I've seen, you know, in life. And that's not good. Um, somebody in Twitch, Mog Johnny, says Collar hates women, but you said that you don't. Is there no, such a thing as a misogynist? Um, it can be, but you can't, it, you can't, uh, say I'm hatred if I'm uh, spitting facts. Yeah, facts don't necessarily mean hatred. You can spit yeah. ha- facts with hatred or you can spit facts with love. Yeah. To use, <laughs> to use the vernacular <laughs> of spitting. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I, I think, I think it's just honest truth. Yeah. You know? how, are you uh, married? Do you, how old? How old are you, if you don't mind my asking? Uh, I'm 21 years old. Nice. Um, I'm not married. Um, you know, I'm finding myself as a man, growing and elevating. Um, did you used just, to be? Did you used to be okay uh, with this? With the sluts dressing like sluts? I mean, with the women who aren't, who may or may not be uh, dressing like that, like prostitutes. Most emphatically, I was. I was. Yeah. It was, you know, it looked good, but you know, I I think that me as a man, I had to turn around and see that this isn't right, and you know, I had to actually turn my life around to God. Yeah, and you know, and you know, I I know that Christ isn't happy with that, and I know, you know, that the fathers whoever see their daughters like that, you know, aren't happy about that. You know, the and you know, I just think that. They need to be taught how to, you know, to be taught what a woman is, yeah. you know, not not to be a slut, you know, and I think it's just evil. I I agree with that. Were you raised a, Christian? Uh, actually, honestly, I um, I don't. I'm not a religious person, but I'm a spiritual, not the type of spiritual person who believes in the stars and all that crap. Right. I'm a person that believes in God and I believe that he died for my sins. You know, I follow him and everything. I'm not really a part of a religion because I think that religion uh, was man-made. And if you look in the Bible and you read the Bible, you never see God Telling people, oh, you're atheist, or you're uh, you're uh, you're Buddhist, or you're Catholic, it was never separated. Yeah, it was, it was always together. Now the the now the word Christian is a is in the word is in the Bible. Christian is a person. Right. Christi- Christianity is a religion, and Christianity is pure evil to me. Um, I you know because you have you know these so called Christians. From what I've seen now, they say they love God, but, you know, they're, you know, they're taking from people, you know, like, for example, like, uh, tithes, uh, you're supposed to give 10%, uh-huh. but it's not just money. Tithe, uh, a tithe can be your time to God, or you just listening to spiritual music, or you're reading a word, that can be 10% of your time, but I think in life, People, the reason why people don't come into the churches anymore is because people, the pastors are stealing from them and telling them that God, and they have these fake prophecies about, oh, God is going to do this in your life, and it never happens because they just wanted the money. 
So I'm not really a Christian, a Baptist, um, none of those things. I just believe in God, and I believe in His Word, and I believe that you should follow Him, and in following Him, finding your true identity within yourself. And then you, so you weren't necessarily raised going to church and all that stuff, or were you? When you yes, were... I went to church my whole entire life. Okay. And, you know, I was in the uh, uh, Church and God in Christ. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Um, I've heard of it. I don't know anything about it, other than that it sounds Christian. Yeah, Church and God in Christ. It's, um, wow, I've been there for a very long time, and I know how it goes. You know, and I think that it's pure evil. But, you know, I just, if they believe in God, and they believe in what God is doing, and they believe in healings, and you know, discipling and all that. But I just think when it comes down to, um, they have like what you call district meetings. Mm-hmm. And what they do is, is that they get the guy who's the head of it and they do like a revival. So they have pastors come and preach for certain days. And after they're done, after the revival is over, they get the money all of the money from the tithing. So they have a tithe and they have money for the man who's over it. And what they do is, is that after that, they give the money that's for the pastor. They give them all that money and the tithes goes, you know, to whatever, you know, to the building. Uh, So I I don't think that's right because I believe that we can use that money to help the homeless or help the church or do whatever. I don't think that that money should go to you know, the man, but I think that it should go to certain things of the building because it's a building and it's a business. So yeah, I think it should go uh, to that. Hmm. Well, man, to go back to your question about the, uh, about the dressing, the women dressing like slits and whether we should be sh- slits shaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely agree that we should be telling the truth to these young women. And it's, it's, it's funny because simple, plain truth is shocking to people. Again. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas degeneracy is not that shocking to people anymore. You have to go to extreme like Balenciaga uh, sexualizing the kids or whatever. Or pedophilia sexualizing same-sex marriage and... Uh, sex out of wedlock and all that stuff is not shocking anymore. Whereas that was severely shamed back in the day. Like you, you couldn't do that in public. Um, I'm going to get to a a topic about how suicide used to be illegal and some of these other things. And all these Muslim countries are, are enforcing their religious rules. Why aren't the Christian countries doing that? On any level, like I feel like we've gone too soft, too ex- too far the opposite extreme from what the Muslims are doing. Not that I endorse everything the Muslims are doing in terms of their moral morality rules necessarily, but the liberal liberalism is, is totally undermining our our country. I mean, like JLP has said on his show repeatedly. The country's right. over because of liberalism inf- infecting even the so-called conservatives and the Christians. So, right, and they're trying to take away the word uh, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> I yeah, know, that's it's just, ridiculous. That's just, that's just ridiculous. I yeah. mean, like, you know, we built, we, we built this, uh, you know, this world. And they're yeah. trying to take it away from what we, you know, we do, what we have done. And, you know, it's like I said, it's Christ, man, and woman. You know, woman is supposed to obey. Yeah. And, and, you know, do what they're supposed to do. Do you, have, awesome. do you have any, huh? do you have a family of your own? Do you have any children or a wife or anything? No, sir. Okay. You know, no, that not yet. I'm not, I don't want any children right now. Right on. I'm working on myself. There's so many people around me. You know, they're having babies out of well, like, like that's know. okay. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. You know, but I always tell my little brother, don't have children out of wedlock, you know, because it's going to be very difficult. You guys were raised with both your parents? Yes, I was. Nice. Um, but when I got a little older, my parents uh, separated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. it's hey. That's become so, so common. When I was a kid, yeah. I knew, like, a few children of divorce. Right. But it wasn't as common as it is. I mean, even back then, it was quite common. But it was, uh, what a mess. It's out All of right. control. Among I have Christians. one more question. All right, go ahead. Do you think we should uh, praise suicide? Praise suicide? Yeah. No, definitely not. Yeah, because at the end of the day, because I was talking to my sister about this, I told her, you know, at the end of the day, it's still evil. Yeah. You know, because, you know, like, you know, these people be crying and, you know, whining. I'm all like, this guy, you did evil to himself. Right. And most definitely, he's not going to be able to make it to heaven. And, um, yeah, I think that that's really, really evil, somebody killing themselves. And, you know, and I under, I kind of understand a part of, you know, um, maybe they should say something to somebody so they can get the help that they need. Uh-huh. But if you're, if you're not saying that you just kill yourself, that's totally your fault. Yeah. It's it's your fault even if you do say something and and are trying to get help. It's still, it's still like, like I don't know if you heard Joel Friday yesterday talking about okay. Twitch the dancer, dance icon Twitch, Ellen right. DeGeneres' DJ, said he lost mm-hmm. the battle of the mind. And I don't know whether they'll make it to heaven or hell, but mm-hmm. they definitely weren't living in the kingdom of heaven when they did something like that. It doesn't seem like. I don't see how you could be doing that and you do that. So, yeah. What a most mess. Definitely, most definitely uh, Satan is their dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, so that's, there's all of this softness and kissing up to uh, weakness, and people don't want to admit that they are that that that's a weakness to uh, fall to suicidal thoughts. Trump said yes. something about how many of the soldiers are dealing with all this uh, PTSD stuff, and some of them have killed themselves. Others are stronger. And that was considered not politically correct to admit that people who don't kill themselves, it's, that's, a, that's a sign of more strength, at least in that area, than right. the people who did kill themselves. But you don't want to, that's suicide shaming. Of course we su- should suicide shame. What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, most definitely suicide. Yeah. Well, they don't um, say suicide shaming, but that's what it, kind of what it is. It's yeah, terrible. People try to 
change the words and just just call it what it is. Yep. It's women. And what about what thinking. about um? Uh, do you think mental illness is a choice? Uh, I think it comes from choices that I think it comes from bad things that we do and and get into. I don't think that anything is necessarily a choice, but it's it comes from the as a result of the way we live, which we are responsible for. So, in a sense, you could say that. If you're mentally ill, it's your fault, especially if you're an adult. Yeah, but... And I don't even really believe in the mental illness thing. I mean, I, I think that the spirit affects the body. And so, like, the, yeah. it's, it's, from, it's from something deeper than just chemicals or the physical brain and stuff like that. Yeah, because I think, I think that the depression and anxiety, I think all those things are you know are choices because i don't i don't i don't think you should be able to live in it meaning like i ha- i have depression but that doesn't mean that i stay in depression or i stay in anxiety or i stay in my mental illness i think that you can overcome that yeah but but if you stay in that you're weak yeah or you you um need to turn your life around to christ For sure. instead of living in misery yep and and all that so yeah, I agree. If you are, if you are, do, living with depression or mental illness, then mm. it's a sign that you're, you're driven by evil. You are evil, right? For sure. Thank you, Dorius. Is is yep. it just for my information? Is it spelled D O R R I U S? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people call me uh, Dory or Darius, but that's not really what it is. It's Dorius. All right, man. Well, appreciate your call. Call me again sometime, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. All right. Take care. Suicide. Murdering yourself and murder is wrong, says Beta Legs. Yeah. Somebody said something about suicide being illegal and prosecutable. And your family could even be (laughs) prosecuted. But nowadays they want to blame bullies for suicide. Blame the families. The families are the ones who are bullying the children. Right? I don't know. Before I get back to calls, I will get back to calls. I just quickly want to cover this Harvey Weinstein story. Harvey Weinstein, if you don't know, he was the, uh, one of the first guys, if not the first guy, named in the phony and corrupt and victim-minded angry, vengeful, accusatory women and gays, uh, chock full of them, Me Too movement. Hashtag Me Too. Remember that, 2018 or so? Look at him. Handsome man. <laughs> if, he's, if he lost weight, I could see uh, some nice facial structure in there, right? I don't think that he is a normal white, but he could have been like a... You know, could be. But he's... Now he's like old and decrepit on a walker or a uh, wheelchair. And I don't know if he's just hamming it up for uh, sympathy in the courts, but he's been prosecuted and convicted twice now of quote-unquote rape. And I say quote-unquote because nowadays people throw around the word rape uh, so willy-nilly. And people assume... Men 
guilty, and I don't know if this is a man. I wouldn't call him a man necessarily, although he's a very, uh, he's put out a lot of um, very entertaining movies. Harvey Weinstein, movie mogul. But, you know, people are like, oh, you're a rape apologist. And they accuse people of being raped and just based on accusations and gossip and rumors, merely they just uh, assume them to be rapists. They called, uh, they called some evil woman who's now dead, phony liberal Christian woman. I know it's a, uh, I know that is a oxymoron. I had to think back to the movie Oscar. You are an ox and a moron <laughs> to call somebody a liberal Christian. I don't think you can be that. But uh, Rachel Held Evans was arguing with Hake, James Anton Hake, about Judge Roy Moore, and she was calling him a pedophile. Zero evidence, just accusations because he was a 30-year-old guy fresh out of the military talking to young ladies who looked like they could be uh, marrying age. And they're calling them pedophiles. Give me a break. Just a smear upon men. And Harvey Weinstein is part of this, is uh, one of the men who's smeared because he's uh, perhaps loose morally, not a Christian. So this is according to Kami Nonsense Network, CNN, on Tuesday. They, they quote one of the accusers who didn't even get her accusation, any conviction out of her accusation. It was a hung jury, I think. So this is from Tuesday, yesterday. Quote, he will spend the rest of his life behind bars where he belongs. And that's a quote from Jennifer Seibel Newsom. And I don't like to say that Seibel name because that's her maiden name. She's going by Seibel Newsom. Her name is Newsom. She got married and now it's Newsom. Jennifer Newsom. Filmmaker and wife of California Governor Gavin Newsom. And Jennifer calls herself the first partner, by the way. So she's a sick woman herself, sick perverted woman herself. First partner. To be gender inclusive, right? Not first lady. And it's good for her because she is no lady. She's not a lady, in my opinion, based on what I've seen so far. Look at her. This is a, from the 2019 video, California Hall of Fame ceremony. She's sitting with her husband. Her husband's the governor of California, Gavin Newsom. Duly elected. I'm the first partner, Jennifer Seibel Newsom. How, I want to say the R word so bad. <laughs> She's pretty though, mildly attractive. Dirty blonde hair, sandy blonde hair, we call it. Is that natural? She's 48 years old. They have children. There she is. Janet Newsom. And so she put out this statement because uh, she was going after uh, Harvey Weinstein and she accused him of quote-unquote rape. Harvey Weinstein, the movie mogul, a liberal, hung out with Oprah and all of them. So sort of a trashy person, really, honestly. And I don't know what, I forget what the movies were, but I've seen movies that have his name on them. And I've enjoyed some of those movies. Just call me a degenerate, I guess. Shameful. 
He was found, quote unquote, guilty on Monday of, quote unquote, rape and, quote unquote, sexual assault. All the Tarantino films, huh? Sexual assault and rape found guilty, supposedly, of against one of out of four women, quote unquote women, <laughs> he was accused of assaulting in Los Angeles. And this is the second conviction. Jurors also acquitted Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein, not a Christian, not a normal white, on one count of sexual battery by restraint. Acquitted. He was acquitted of a massage therapist. And there was a hung jury on one count of sexual battery by restraint and one count of forcible, I won't repeat it, something, something. And one count of, uh, but he was, it was a hung jury on that, so he may not be guilty on that. One count of rape related to two other women, including Cybel Newsom. So it was a hung jury on her, on her issue. So what's she doing running her mouth? Oh, yeah, she's a vindictive woman. Cybel. Cybel's not her name. Jennifer is. Jennifer Newsom. She previously testified that Weinstein raped her in a hotel room in 2005. And he's not even guilty of anything with her. If anything, they're both guilty, maybe. At least it wasn't proof enough for a liberal jury in Los Angeles. Yes, I'm profiling. I'm assuming that the jury is liberal. Weinstein faces a possible sentence of 24 years in prison for that other conviction not related to Jennifer. And the once powerful film producer is already serving 23 years sentence for a 2020 New York, liberal New York, anti-man New York, quote-unquote, rape conviction. Yeah, I really buy this. Shenanigans. <laughs> I'm chuckling at, uh, at the chat. Chad's making fun of Hake. Unrelated to what I'm talking about, but it's funny. Massage te- technician. <laughs> Uh, Anyway, please, bunch of evil predators, mutual predation. How about that? (laughs) Don't they call it mutual abuse? Isn't there something called mutual abuse? But the domestic violence advocates don't like to call it that because there's a power dynamic between the men are stronger than the women. And Harvey Weinstein's this rich, powerful person. And these women trying to advance their careers go ahead and go along with whatever he's about. Please. And I told you about Jennifer Newsom calling herself first partner, setting a bad example for all the dumb, impressionable little girls in in the state of California and beyond. And they, I have pictures of these two, Gavin Newsom and Jennifer Newsom. And I, they might even be, quote-unquote, normal whites, but they certainly don't act like them. Certainly don't have normal white Christian values. Participating in, like, pride parades, as in pride in perversion. Look at that. That's in 2008, maybe, plus or minus. I forget when it was. But that's when they were uh, engaged, because he was previously married to Kimberly Guilfoyle. The new main squeeze of... Uh, Don Jr., which, Don, don't do that. But anyway, I like her, too, and I like Don Jr., Kimberly Guilfoyle, Fox News lady, former. But don't do that. Anyway, here's Gavin Newsom with his thumbs up and his fiancée, I guess, at the time. And now they have four kids, or she has 
I don't know. I think they have four kids. I don't know by if it's all by her. Shameful. He was the former... Oh, yeah, she was... He was mayor of San Francisco. What a shame, huh? He's like this tall, Chad-looking guy. He looks like American Psycho. Doesn't he look like American Psycho? Is, is that what it's called, American Psycho, with the, that one guy? Welsh? Is he Welsh or British or something? Doesn't he look a little bit like Christian Bale? Another perhaps dumb liberal. Bateman? <laughs> Patrick Bateman, yeah. He looks a little bit like Patrick Bateman. Except this guy's like a goofy, smiley guy. And wearing a fake grin, faker than Bateman. I disavow that movie. <laughs> I don't understand the movie. It's pretty uh, gross. <gasps> Isn't that kind of creepy? And I know, I know, people say, oh, hey, you have crazy eyes. You're one to talk. But still, this guy stands for everything, everything evil. Oh, that previous one where he's speaking into a mic? That's a Prop 8. Vote no on Prop 8. This is way before he became governor. This is 2008. Because I remember 2008. I had just been coming to Bond for like a year. Year, year and a half. And we voted yes on 8. Including the blacks voted yes on 8. And the Mormons, we voted yes on Prop 8. Which defined marriage as between a man and a woman. And this, the people of California decisively voted to define marriage as between a man and a woman. There's no so-called same-sex marriage. Look, there's Gavin Newsom with a couple of goofy-looking experts. Well, the Asian lady may not be so goofy-looking, but whatever, Asian lady. But the other guy looks goofy to me. Or am I just mean? I'm mean and he looks goofy. How about that one? Zoom in on those faces. Gavin and that guy. The goofy looking guy. Or am I wrong? (laughs) Am I wrong? Put on different glasses, dude. Grow out your hair. I know that it's bald on top, but grow it out so it looks... I don't know. Anyway. Gavin looks like he's bored and tired. Doesn't want to deal with... (laughs) Maybe I'm wrong. I could be projecting. That's how I would feel dealing with this China virus scamdemic. Like, oh, whatever. Show me something more exciting. I want to have that face. I want to always have that feeling. <laughs> uh, he has very white teeth. Anyway. Uh, so these are a bunch of sickos blaming a sicko for being a sicko. Cherry picking. It's like picking and choosing who we're... Whom we're going to prosecute for being uh, perverted. And we're going to call it rape. When these women are every bit as predatory and evil as, as the males with whom they slept or whatever, you know? Ad hom, hey, let's go. <laughs> yes, we do ad hominems. Ad hominems are very good. Lisa, our resident health expert, says can't stand it when guys wear goofy metrosexual glasses with a Crooked face. Yeah, I don't like that either. Metrosexual means like you dress like a homo, but 
You're not, supposedly. <sighs> for those of you who haven't been around for like the last 20 years. Anyway, um, is there anything else to show about? Oh, oh, I think there was some details about this young lady, not so young anymore. But not too old. Let's see. Prop 8 was never enforced, though. In violation of the people's will of the state of California, the phony judges, corrupt judges, and corrupt, uh, who knows what, attorney general maybe, um, dumb lawyers, evil politicians, governor, and whoever else, they did not enforce Prop 8 marriages between being between only a man and a woman. Nothing else is a marriage. Two. Let me get... I'm not going to get it right now because I don't have time. I have to keep on going. I will get to you callers. Hang tight. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Lynn Seibel. She used to be a Republican before 2008. What does that tell you about phony, corrupt Republicans? And then she was independent, quote unquote, 2008 to present. Jennifer Lynn Seibel, new name Newsom. Ridiculous. I like that picture where he looks like Patrick Bateman. Is there anything else? I feel like there was something else that I wanted to touch on. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Um, one actress, you know, these malicious women, playing all innocent and playing like the men are more guilty than they really are. Uh, I am Lena Hetty. He- Tweeted out in 2017 a tweet, October 2017. This was, I guess, the Me Too movement. When everybody was attacking, it was all the rage, very trendy, to attack Harvey Weinstein, whom they used to love or pretend to. First time I met Harvey Weinstein was at the Venice Film Festival. The Brothers Grimm was showing there. During shooting, I was subjected to endless bullying by the director, Terry Gilliam. She had to throw that in there. At one point, Harvey asked me to take a walk down the river. I walked down with him, and he stopped and made some suggestive comment, a gesture. I just laughed it off. I was genuinely shocked. I remember thinking, it's got to be a joke. I said something like, oh, come on, mate. It'd be like kissing my dad. Let's go get a drink, get back to the others. I was never in any other Miramax film. I guess Miramax was his company or something like that. Ooh. Well, I mean, look at your face, Lena Hetty. <laughs> Just kidding, man. <laughs> uh, I'm not that. I'm. I'm kidding, but there is some truth to it. Look at that face. Can you zoom in on that Lena Headey face a little bit? Not to pick on her, but I wouldn't necessarily put you in any Miramax film. You're. You're like you're assuming that that's what. She seems to be implying that she thinks that that's why she was never in any other Miramax film. And maybe it is, and maybe it isn't. But look at that face. <laughs> Who's ever heard of her? <laughs> We're looking at her. If you're those of you who are listening on the audio feed, uh, she has like a goofy looking face that she's wearing, and her hair's all not that put together. And she's not blonde, which not every pretty woman is blonde, obviously. Perhaps most are not. <laughs> Because blonde is kind of rare, right? But anyway, uh, yeah, whatever. At least she's 
Eh, she's mildly attractive, though. I would put her in a movie. You could be in a Hake, Hake Films movie, and you don't have to kiss me or anything. <laughs> I'm not making a Hake Films thing. No plans. Let me get this. Let me get, let me get to David in Norway. I'm getting out of control here. Uh, Me Too movement is fake, though. That's the story. All right? David in Norway is on the line. David, how are you doing? Hey, man. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? Yeah, I'm uh, doing great. And uh, welcome back, by the way. I haven't got to call you since you came back. I know. From your break. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, kindly. Really I was out for you. three months. Yeah, and uh, it's been weird because you kind of became part of my daily routine. So I was like, uh, when Jesse's show was over, what do I do now? I know. (laughs) 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 And idle hands of the devil's workshop. What a mess. Yeah, so I went back to my old ways and listened to some secular podcasts and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. It's good to have you back. Nice, man. Appreciate that. And, um... Yeah, I wanted to comment on uh, Rick's call to Jesse yesterday. And um, I think he often calls you, too. Yeah, Rick from Maine Uh, you're referring to. uh, The trucker, the boomer, whom we love boomers on the Hake Report. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he called. uh, Let me catch the people up. I don't normally like to comment on what happens on Jesse's show. But the people, there are many people who disagree with Jesse when Jesse Lee says that America is over, and I referenced that earlier. And I believe Rick from Maine felt that it was disrespectful to say that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I just thought that um, it was, he said he was disrespectful for the people who had fought for America. Yeah. America, maybe it's been gone for quite a while, actually. Maybe since Obama or even... I mean, what did America gain from fighting in Iraq, for example? That's a good question. Fighting uh, for America. A lot of, I mean, a lot of people say that we gained a lot of unnecessary hate from the Muslims over there for being over-involved oh. in the Middle East. And I kind of understand that we might want to be involved in the Middle East so we can go take the oil and that we can have like more like relations. But I think we're sabotaging relations sometimes. Uh, and like Trump said, you didn't even get any oil. Yeah, right. You didn't get anything. It, I think it was just, it was perhaps ego on the part of W trying to finish his daddy's legacy, maybe. And I'm totally, yeah, yeah. I'm making that up or I'm, I'm repeating something that somebody else has said. I have no idea what really was in the motives of uh, W, but for sure those people are driven by not God. It wasn't. He wasn't driven by God when he opposed Trump. These the Bushes, most of the Bushes. So, and yeah. tr- Trump didn't get us involved over excessively involved in any new wars. He was very nice yeah, to Israel, which some people liked and some people didn't. But yeah, it pulled you out of a couple wars uh, too. Right. Yeah, and as soon as uh, we got, as soon as Trump left, Russia and Ukraine went wild again. Yeah, yeah, that was to be expected. Uh, and so did the Taliban. The Taliban, the Taliban went wild, and I honestly don't blame Russia or the Taliban for, or North Korea for being themselves again. 
Yeah, so my point was, uh, how was any of the, those wars uh, fighting for America? Yeah. And, uh, even even was, Vietnam uh, and World War II and uh, World War One and the Civil War, the so-called Civil War. I like, I appreciate the yeah. Revolutionary War veterans, and I have love and appreciation for everybody. For America, uh, the war against the British, you have to go that far back. Yeah. Right, yeah. People fighting for America. The so-called Civil War was a, was a very destructive, and the so-called Reconstruction was perhaps even worse. Yeah, so that was what I wanted to get at, is that's kind of a the ego thing that they build. They build up the egos of the people going in the military. Yeah, make them feel like they're doing a, a such a great uh, job, and it is quite a selfless thing to do. It can be on so, in, uh, yeah, for it some. Can it be. can be. Some people are just desperate, but, uh, right? A lot of times you get cushy benefits and stuff, and that's what people are yeah. going in for now. And I don't blame them for doing that, but. Uh, you take a risk, you get rewarded, or you may not take a risk, and you still get rewarded. And it's not about love for America for most of those most of the veterans nowadays. Yeah, exactly. And I want to say he's also a truck driver and driving trucks. That's a lot. That's doing something for America. Yeah, that's it is a, a much greater thing to do for your country than to uh, go fight in. Uh, a country that has uh, no effect on your country whatsoever. That's a great point. Yeah, it is, and it's and it, but it's not just for America. It's for him too because he's getting money out of it and a, and hopefully a good living. Um, yeah. Although the government's trying to sabotage that in many ways, but yeah, that is a great point. Living a good life as a as a good person, quote unquote, is more valuable to the country than being a soldier for the politicians. I have a kind of a extra respect for truck drivers because it is the most important job. There's so much bullshit jobs. I'm sorry, kids. <laughs> but the BS jobs out there and the right. truck driving, one of the few last productive jobs uh, you can have uh, in the modern world so. yeah although matt living the dream even uh shoots that down in the chat i'm reading his chat he says all you ever haul though is corporations garbage in those trucks good for america and then he sweeps yeah. it into a hole like trash and that's, that's a, true a, but it's partly true that is true there's something. a lot of truth to that go ahead even if they uh yeah people deliver crappy foods and uh yeah Lots of uh, corporate uh, trash, but um, I mean, still, people have to eat something. So. <laughs> Trucks move all the crap. Sorry, kids. Made in China throughout the USA, helping put manu- U.S. manufacturing out of the country. Go truck drivers. <laughs> this is Matt living <laughs> the dream. Man, he's making yeah. interesting points. But even still, man, like, people rely on that some of that Chinese stuff. Like, the reality is... <laughs> anyway, what a mess. Yeah, yeah. People have all yeah, kinds of... Some ways. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, fair, uh, fair points, David and Norman. And I uh, hope he, uh, he uh, 
things uh, over there again. And I wanted to have your take on, do you think it's over for America? Or do you think you know, we can come back? I or you can I suppose that I that I do. I used to before Trump got elected, before Trump started running for office, when Obama was in there. I'm like, it's already over. I was trying uh-huh. to tell JLP that it was over, but then I didn't realize that there were quite so many sensible people who would love Trump like 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 I love Trump for telling the truth and standing on it and not backing down. I didn't think it was possible for a politician to do that. And I didn't know that there were so many young people who had some sort of sense um, before that. I thought all the young people were brainwashed, except for basically me and a few other people. Yeah, me too. I almost didn't believe it. I remember uh, that uh, Monday night I prayed that Trump would win yeah. in uh, 2016 and uh, woke up uh, Tuesday and uh, found out that he won. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that light, lighted a spark of uh, hope. Yeah. But, uh, so but even still, this, like, I think that it's, we should never stop fighting for what's right. It's, that's not what the message is in saying that it's over. But it just face reality is yeah. probably the majority of people, including those on the right, on the so-called right, are senseless and faithless, heartless and ruthless, to, to reference what the Bible says. Rejecting, yeah, rejecting God. So... But yeah. you know, uh, you guys in America, you also have uh, the Amish, and the Amish—they're standing strong and not getting uh, pushed around by modernity. And uh, yeah, there's probably there's probably a lot of decency among those people. Yeah, and uh, by the way, I heard you mention the Mormons uh, just earlier. And, uh, yeah, because they're the ones who yeah. were pushing Prop Eight, and good for them. In doing that, yeah, I went to a Mormon church uh, the other day, and uh, because I, I thought it was quite interesting the whole uh, how the religion was uh, rooted in uh, American history, and uh, but uh, I found out that it, it was pretty beta type uh, church stuff, like yeah. the rest of most uh, churches. It's sort of. The Mormons have Very gone away, hopeful. gone the way kind of of the whites in that they have a lot of guilt and kissing up to blacks and women and all that stuff. And so there is a lot of, I mean, it's just an epidemic of weakness affecting the Catholics, the normal Christians, the probably the uh, Orthodox Church, most yeah. whites, uh, most it's men. Just, uh... It's just awful everywhere you look. <laughs> I found very interesting uh, the fact that they believe that um, the that America and the U.S. Uh, Constitution, a Bill of Rights, were uh, truly given by God, and that uh, they really believe in the idea that uh, America is a holy nation. The and, Mormons uh, do, huh? Has a, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it was. Uh, was interesting, but I guess it's like uh, with every other church, they're probably based uh, Mormons and uh, less based. Uh, some of them, so. definitely. Of them. 
Yep. Definitely true. That's been my experience. I appreciate it. David in Norway. Good to hear good to hear from you. Appreciate your uh welcoming Hake back after all those months yeah, of me yeah. being out from surgeries. So uh, have a great uh, Christmas and uh, much love to all the the crew and everybody. Same to you, and I'll man. Speak to you later. All right. Merry Christmas to you. Take care. Thank you. All right. I will get to uh, the rest of the callers. John in Kentucky wanted to talk about uh, some something. Art in Ohio was, as, was on hold forever yesterday. I will get right to you guys and the rest of the callers. But we got to play some music. It's time for another break. It's Christmas time. Let's listen to Sufjan Stevens. Uh, once in David's royal city. I think that's Bethlehem. That's Jesus' birthplace. Nice. Enjoy your musical Philistines, and I'll be right back for Hour 2. Hang tight.
so good. Sufjan! Sufjan Stevens! The best. That liberal can play music and write music. Hey, play Oh Holy Night, says Lord Bibby42. The one with Phil Hahn and Steve Johnson, that one is so good. So good. Oh Holy Night, where he sings almost operatic. So cool. Uh, muted, says Jalopy. <laughs> Hake on backup vocals. No, there's a, there's a lady. Hake music, not that fake music. Thank you, Kevin Howe. Check out Sinead O'Connor or Sinead (laughs) O'Connor, Silent Night. Is that that bald lady who used to be perhaps mildly attractive and now she's like uh, nutty? Or maybe she's always was nutty. That's gentle gentle voice you have, James. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through. Is this vegan music? (laughs) That beautiful music? Coffee time. Love the Christmas tunes. Hake. Thank you, Danimal. Shout out to the people down under. I don't know if Danimal's down under. Is it, is it really summer? The dead of sun, summer down there? Or the life of summer down there? Hake on banjo, too. No, that's Sufjan Stevens. Sufjan Stevens. Sufjan Stevens. Uh, I forget what he is. I don't think he is Iraqi after all, but he was Libyan or Lith... I don't know. Anyway. So, uh, thank you guys again. (sighs) Before I get to calls, I know you guys have been on hold forever. Let me cover this story about another kangaroo court case. In my opinion, another white cop railroaded in kangaroo court? What is a kangaroo court? Perhaps like a joke of a court? A uh, just show court? It's basically what we have anymore because it's like it's politically driven, you know. Here's a commie nonsense network, CNN, sharing a quote from a woman lawyer slash liar, perhaps. Uh, If you can't feel safe in your own home, where can you feel safe? That's the question, unquote, from a. Tarrant County Prosecutor Ashlea Diener. Diener, Diener. Pretty little white woman. Married. Going on 40. I wanted to check because I wanted to see if that was a black female prosecutor. But no, it was a white woman. Perhaps even a normal white. But it's not a normal woman who wants to be a prosecutor, a lawyer slash liar. You know? Now, I'm calling her a lawyer slash liar. I don't know if she's a liar, but... It doesn't seem fair or just what these prosecutors, these DAs, she works for the DA office out of Tarrant County. I assume, I'm pretty sure that's Texas, if I recall correctly. She was urging jurors in closing arguments to consider a lengthy prison term for a former Texas police officer following his manslaughter conviction. There she is. Is she mildly attractive? Perhaps even more than mildly. Not even blonde. Light brown hair. I say light brown hair because a lot of people have brown hair and it's like dark brown hair. You know, those Hispanics and others. But this, well, with the makeup, she's pretty. I think even probably without the makeup, she's pretty. But anyway, she's married everybody, so forget it. 
And she's an educated woman. Forget it. <laughs> uh, but she's out of Texas. I wonder if she's a liberal. Ta- certainly talking like a liberal. Trying to get a lengthy prison sentence for this Texas police officer following his manslaughter conviction for the fatal shooting of Atatiana Jefferson. Atatiana Jefferson, this man shot. This cop. And I know a lot of you guys are not fans of the cops. Like Hake is. Hake is. Blue Lives Matter, babies. Hake is. I don't. I support the cops even when they throw me in jail for not wearing a mask. And I don't support them. I don't support these prosecutors for shooting me just because I thought that the cop was a. What is that? Oh, you know what? There have been cases where people shoot cops who do no-knock raids thinking that they are uh, home invaders. And uh, they get off because uh, they thought that they were home invaders because cops don't announce. Well, this is a similar sort of a situation, except that they did not invade. They just he shot through a window because she was pointing a gun at him. A Tatiana Jefferson, a then 28-year-old. I don't know if I have a picture of a Tatiana. I may or may not. I do have a picture of her, several pictures of her nephew. A 28-year-old black woman, and they capitalized the B in the word black, but it's a lowercase b for black, uh, in her home, supposedly her home, in 2019, he shot her and killed her. Following deliberations, Aaron Dean, I do have pictures of this guy, this cop, 38-year-old white and they capitalized the W in white, but it's lowercase. Former Fort Worth police officer. Look at him. Look at that bailiff. Bailiff is like a court uh, cop, right? Look at this 28-year-old man. Going to spend 12 years, maybe less, in jail, prison. Aaron Dean, 38-year-old former white. Uh, well, he's white, still white. Former po- Fort Worth police officer sentenced Tuesday to nearly 12 years in prison. CNN notes, commie nonsense, notes that Dean, Aaron Dean, D-E-A-N, showed no emotion as this sentence was read. Well, good for him. He shouldn't. You're a man. You're not supposed to show emotion, especially when it's like there's some unjust sentence. In my opinion, this is an unjust sentence. Chin up, king. Chin up, king. I think that we're hearing about this story. It's an interesting story because it's, I'll tell you a little bit about it. Because in my opinion, it's like kind of nobody's fault, everybody's fault type of a situation. This is the other prosecutor, Mr. Sirius over here. Looks kind of like Frank Luntz (laughs) to me a little bit. Is that his natural color hair? I don't know. Maybe. I don't want to make fun of him too hard, but I can't help it. This is the Hake Report. We are entertaining. Or we try to be anyway. And so I make fun of their looks. Oh, and then you see him. You see, uh, let's see. I don't know how to, I don't know how to point. Um, that's the face right above my finger if you're watching. Is the face of the cop. And maybe this face right here, whose face is a little bit cut off by my picture, is uh, that woman who I said was mildly attractive. But I could be wrong. Anyway, that's the cop who's prosecuted, and they threw the book at him. And these prosecutors, in my opinion, they're 
I don't know. Oh, I like her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just because she's good looking. But anyway, this guy, this guy was showing a Mr. Sirius over here, her fellow prosecutor. He's probably the effective one. <laughs> well, uh, reality-ism, sexism. Uh, he's showing uh, evidence, some photograph or something. But this cop, let me, let me read this story to you, okay? Aaron Dean, former Fort Worth officer, charged with murder. They charged him with murder? Let me get my spittoon. Two. Why would you charge him with murder? I think, didn't, okay, okay, let me not jump around too much. It's reminiscent of Botham Jean, right? That black guy who was shot by a female officer as she was coming home. She, she came home to the wrong apartment. I'm laughing, but it's a terrible situation. She came home to the wrong apartment and found this black guy in his apartment, thinking it was her apartment, unarmed, and she shoots him. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's just insane, but it's terrible. Rest in peace, Botham Jean and poor Amber Geiger. Uh, Shouldn't have even been a cop because we're not for women cops. But they're going after it. Oh, racism. We're scared. White women are scared of black men for no reason. There's plenty of reasons. Botham Jean was maybe one of the nice ones. He wouldn't have done anything to her. But even still, it's this phony witch hunt against the whites. But anyway. Is that good police work? Here's the headline from uh, Kara News. K-E-R-A News dot org. Aaron Dean, going back to this story, cop, faces sharp questioning from the prosecution in his murder trial. Murder. He gave himself a B grade for his response to the call in which he fatally shot a Tatiana Jefferson. And he declined to change that grade after admitting some, quote-unquote, bad police work under the prosecutor's questioning. And so maybe I should be tougher on the cops because they're getting sloppy, just like the rest of society is getting sloppy. Weak people, unprofessional, don't know their constitution, things like that. Dean was indicted for murder, indicted, is indicted, people. When he shot a Tatiana Jefferson, that's, that's a black name if I ever heard one, a Tatiana, I think, through her bedroom window on October 12th, 2019, that was a Saturday early morning, late night, Friday night, going into Saturday morning, early morning hours, what was she doing up? And the story gets worse, it's not just that she was up, it's that she was up with a little boy, her nephew, playing video games. Dean's attorneys argue this man here with his head down, with his fingers on his forehead. White man. Argue that Dean shot in self-defense, which I think is accurate. But self-defense is not allowed when you set up a bad situation, we've learned. Especially if you're white and you're the, the victim... The dead is, is black. You see this pretty lady? Pretty lady prosecutor. Uh, Dean took the stand on Monday to give his version of the events. A mess inside the house made Dean and his partner, he had a female cop partner, so maybe he was even more on edge. Thanks a lot 
feminism or dumb liberal people who hire female cops, I think it was a female cop, think there was, they, they thought that there was a burglary in process because the house was messy. Huh. So that's a point against Atatiana, perhaps, I don't know. Without identifying themselves as police, Dean and his officer Carol Darch, Carol Darch, is that a woman's name? His partner, female officer, went around the house to the backyard where Dean saw a silhouette in a window. And that was the 28-year-old Atatiana Jefferson. Rest in peace, Atatiana. I thought we had a burglar, said Dean, Aaron Dean. So I stepped back, straightened up, and drew my weapon and then pointed it towards the figure. I couldn't see that person's hands, and we're taught that it's the hands and what's in them that kill. We need to see the hands. Let me see your hands, what he said, that he shouted at her. While shouting at the silhouette to put their hands up, Dean saw a gun pointed at him through the window, he said. He said he fired less than a second after giving that command. Body camera footage showed shows. Oh, he didn't say that. Body camera footage showed that. We're taught to meet deadly force with deadly force. We're not taught that we have to wait, said Aaron Dean. But there was no burglary. This is where it gets to be like an innocent mistake. Both sides have some, uh, share some blame. Maybe more on the side of the cops, but murder? Murder? Maybe some of you guys would agree with the murder charge because, you know, cops have too much power over us especially when they're uh, enforcing the unjust stuff from politicians, corrupt, phony politicians and sleazy, phony health authorities and stuff like that. But there was no burglary. A Tatiana Jefferson was up late, read early in the morning, playing video games on a Friday night going into Saturday morning with her then eight-year-old nephew, Zion. Zion Carr. And I have pictures of poor, poor baby Zion. Not a baby, but look at him. Cute little black boy. Zion Carr, the nephew. And I'm not being mocking even though I am mocking a little bit because they exploit the cuteness of the little little boys, little kids to turn this into this big bad monster cop. Look at him. But he is cute. And that's sad, I guess. But where are they? Fort Worth area? Fort Worth. A lot of blacks, a lot of not that good of blacks. These guys might have been nice people. He looks nice. Although I don't know what he... I could just picture him being a bad black boy. But it doesn't... It's irrelevant to this case. Uh, now he's 11 years old and he's testifying. Look at him testifying. Wearing a suit. Good for him. But... <laughs> hopefully he never has to show up to court as a criminal. But if he does, wear a suit, man. And show up on time and be responsible. Because otherwise you're... There's like one picture where he's like... It's a screenshot from, there's like a 48-minute testimony video of this kid. (sighs) Dumb jury gets swayed by this emotional mess. Look at him, he's shaking the hands of the judge. The judge should recuse himself or herself right there. White judge shaking the little black kid's hand. Up, 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 nope. You're supposed to say, you're supposed to stay. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I don't know. It looks like he's shaking his hand. You're supposed to stay uh, removed, dispassionate. Like in Mary Poppins, where the father says, Winifred, don't get emotional. Because the, the mom goes, Jane, Michael, 
Because women are so easily emotional over little kids. I feel that that's what's happened to even boomer judges. Is this a boomer judge? Giving a little too much sway? Allowing a murder charge? I don't know if judges have say over such things. Anyway, Zion Carr was the then 8-year-old nephew. At 11, he testified last week that his aunt, or the other week, whenever, pulled out a gun out of her purse. Good for you, aunt. It's good for a woman to be armed, especially in Fort Worth, where there's a lot of blacks and and crime, you know? A lot of crime. But you don't want to point a gun at a cop, but she didn't know she was pointing a gun at a cop. It's quite believable she didn't know. The prosecution has said there is no evidence Dean could see Jefferson's gun through the window. Well, I think he, I don't know. That's, they're looking for evidence. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Prosecution. You don't have to prove your innocence. After firing his gun, Dean went into the house and found Jefferson on the floor of her bedroom with Zion there. Dean still thought he was looking at a burglary in process, he said. I'm thinking, who brings a kid to a burglary? What is going on? He spoke through tears. So he's breaking down, just like Amber Geiger, female cop who shot Botham Jean. One thing Dean did not mention, the green pointing laser from Jefferson's gun, a Tatiana Jefferson. One of his defense attorneys, Miles Brissett, told the jury during opening statements that Dean could see the laser trained on him before he shot Jefferson. So she had a green laser pointer pointed at him. Interesting. The prosecutors claim that he couldn't see it, but the defense says that he could see it, and we're supposed to presume innocence. You know? Repeatedly there, he's asked, is that good police work? You heard her last breaths. And you didn't help her for a full minute long thing. She could have survived. Type of, type of nonsense that they're pushing on him. Like the cops are supposed to immediately st- start saving the person's life when they're still trying to survey this scene and figure out what's going on. Did, uh, did you not think to tell your female partner, hey, I saw somebody with a gun? No, he did not. Do you not like your fellow, your fellow female officer? <laughs> your fellow officer who is female? Some uh, prosecutor asked. <laughs> what a mess. There were, you know, it's like a high-stress situation, and nowadays people can't handle stress. I don't know if, I don't know if these mistakes are so severe. I guess they ended up being severe for the death of the woman, and now this guy's going to jail for 12 years. He says, I think I did a fine job. Do you still think you've done a B-level job so far? A B out of A, B, C, D, you know? <laughs> he, had no, he says later that he had no choice but to shoot Jefferson during that call. And I think that's right. But, I don't know, maybe they could have done stuff differently. But once you're in that situation, what are you supposed to do? You have to shoot her. It's kind of like, like those men who are looking out for their town. And then I will get to calls. Remember those guys who were looking out for their town over in where, Georgia? I think it was Georgia. Those two white men, father and son, and their uh, buddy, Roddy. Roddy Bryant and uh, McGregor or something like that. 
father and son. The father's a retired detective. Son was military police trainer type of guy. And they were chasing down that jogger. <laughs> trying to do a citizen's arrest. And the jogger attacks the guy who had the uh, shotgun. Maybe they shouldn't have gotten in that situation. Maybe, I guess. I don't know. But now they're all going to prison for life or something like that. Jogger grabs at the shotgun and punches the uh, young Travis McMichael, I think is what it was. Travis McMichael. Pray for those McMichaels. Pray for Aaron Dean. Pray for Derek Chauvin. These guys, in my opinion, and I think my opinion is correct based on look around you, are getting extra railroaded because these so-called victims are out-of-control blacks. What kind of um, ant is playing video games at 1, 2, 3 in the morning, whatever it was, or after midnight, with an 8-year-old. Bedtime is 9.30 or 8.30. Granted, it's October. October is still school time. Granted, it's Friday night into Saturday morning. Come on. And you have the doors open. What is it, hot out? Okay, I can understand that. It's humid over there, and you got to open the doors, let some fresh air. But your house is messy. Is it even her house? I don't think it was. So anyway, chin up, Kings. Uh, Suffer with dignity. And your life is not over. And so don't be too mad at the uh, extra injustice against, uh, against the white cops. A good aunt that loves his nephew, says her nephew, says uh, Frankie BLM. <laughs> That's not a good aunt, uh, in my opinion. I consider that an unfortunate situation, I guess. <sighs> Terrible. So, let me get to John in Kentucky wanted to talk. Oh, John dropped. <laughs> let me get to, darn, let me get to Art in Ohio is on the line, been on hold for... Two days. How you doing, Art in Ohio? Come on, how you doing? Doing well. Oh, what do you call? What do you call it? What's the what's the justified shooting to you then? What's a just, the cops? What's a justified shooting? Yeah, that one may have been justified given the situation, although it was unfortunate. Like it was wrong, like, but it was justified. You know. So that's justified. What you asking me? What's justified okay, okay, or okay, unjustified? Okay. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm about to say. Oh, what would be so, unjustified? Yeah, when do you when do you basically feel bad for the uh, the citizens or maybe a black or a white who was killed unjustified? Oh, I feel I feel kind of bad for a Tatiana Jefferson. I do feel bad for her. Well, you can't have it both ways. If yeah, you tell I can. Them to keep you. Yeah, I think it's an innocent. I think it was sort of an innocent mistake on both parts. They both did stuff that, that got themselves in that situation. Well, as him being a police, maybe he should have said, please put your hands up. You know, I don't, I don't know what happened, yeah. all that, how all that played out on right. the scene or whatnot. Their, but, ex, their excuse but, for not announcing, and, and you make a good point, and I don't know, you might be right, but their excuse for not announcing as police is that they thought that they were dealing with burglars and you, you don't want to... You want to have the element of surprise against criminals. You don't want to be all announcey, announcey. But you're right. Most likely they should have. I mean, they'd have. He may have gotten off more likely had he announced police. 
Well, I mean, I think is this. I would like to know this. I'm, I'm dealing with a burglar. I mean, it's not right. nothing wrong with me being in my house, being up at uh, whatever time I want to be with my house open or yeah. whatnot, but Neighbor, having a neighbors gun in, made, my, in my house. Yeah, the neighbors made a call about something either suspicious or open or something like that. Some people thought it was a welfare check. I don't think it was. Hake, you should watch yeah. the video. I'm not that interested in watching the video. And truth be told, yeah, I mean, it is a messed up situation for the cops to be put in that situation. Or Fred, not too, Fred, Johnson the, is, the, Fred Johnson is making the claim that she didn't have a gun and wasn't a threat. I don't know that that's true. I think she did have a gun. But I don't know. Well, I thought you said, I thought you, I thought you just read something that said she had a gun in her hand. Yeah, that's what they were, that's what they were claiming. Now, I don't know. Or, this is all based on the story, which is an interesting mm-hmm. story. And to me, it's another example of, uh, oh, the, the witch hunt against the white cops. And it's an example of the cops being a little loose, a little too loose, perhaps, with their, uh, with their policies. Because, but, there's, but it's a case of people being out of control, blacks. This woman being up with her eight-year-old playing video games after midnight. I don't know, man. That's she has a right to do that. Which yeah, I the mean, doors so, are I mean, open. Trying, it's a mess in the house, but I'm, it's just. A, I'm trying to figure out what are you what are you saying? I mean, you telling me people can't be up after a certain time with they do. I didn't something? say they can't. I said that that what kind of a good aunt would uh, she can't have a messy house. She, I didn't say that they can. I just said what kind of a good aunt. Those things led Where? them to believe that they were dealing with a burglary. They had open doors. It was a mess in the house. That made them think that it was a burglary. And that's not a sign of a well-put-together person to have a messy house and doors open Where? and playing video games with a child, a young child, after midnight. Well, they don't still give him the right to shoot somebody that ain't burglarizing this in their own house. That but wasn't, at some point, you got that wasn't his. that wasn't his excuse for shooting her. He thought that she was pointing a gun at him. All those things led him to believe maybe it was a it led him to suspect a burglary. Well, it's, it's, if your I life mean, is, I mean, if your life is out of order, people are going to look at you funny. And her life was out I mean, of order. It's her house, though. I know, it, but it, the like neighbors having a dirty. Co- it was weird enough that the neighbors actually called the cops about that house. Well, truth be told, this, this is like I'm saying, man. It, that, what are you saying is irrelevant? Don't give no. No, it's not irrelevant. Nobody. It's 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 relevant to why that situation uh, culminated so badly. That was so you that mean messiness. Tell me that some, a, a, a person has a messy house with their door open at a certain time. That gives you the susp- a suspicion to think that their house is being burglarized. Not that you've seen somebody breaking in the house with a mask. Do you think that are the you guy? Serious? Hold on. When the cops arrived. Do you think it was unreasonable for the cops to think, hey, there might be a burglary, given that situation? People can say anything. People can no, say no. anything. Do you think it's, nobody... Answer my question, though. Do you think it's unreasonable for a cop to maybe think that it, there's a burglary going on? Yes, that's unreasonable. It's you unreasonable to suspect that? Yes. You, I How mean, is that unreasonable? Say, when they called, did they say that they seen somebody breaking in our house with a mask on? Uh, people can suspect and think a lot of things. It don't mean that it is what it is. I didn't say that. You, I didn't say that that's what it was. I said, is it reasonable for a cop to think maybe there's a no. burglary? Why no, not? it's not. Are there burglaries no, in Fort not. Worth? That is not uh, no reason. reason Are, there bur- or reason oh, or not. Are there burglaries in Fort Worth? Uh, of course there is. 
Yeah, and so why wouldn't you think everywhere. if the doors are open and the cops and the cops were called about a house that had its doors open from neighbors, why wouldn't they think something funny may be going on and be careful about that? Because they went, the person that called uh, didn't say that they seen somebody. They suspected that somebody was probably breaking. They didn't say they seen somebody breaking in. Allegedly, so I why, didn't hear them saying that. But place. that's not a reason not to think that there may have been some burglary going on. Long, what I'm saying is, cops is, have, uh, cops you, have you to just, deal with all kinds of fu- funny situations. Okay, That's a weird so, situation. so, 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 okay, so he's seen a female in the house or whatnot. You mean to tell me he wouldn't suspect that, that uh, just because it was a female? Did how many times? I mean, what's the chances of a, it being a female burglar? I mean, I don't know. If he saw a silhouette. I don't know if he could tell it was a female. Yeah, that's not no. That's not that's not no uh, justified reason for uh, definitely ain't. He, I mean, if anything, she's uh, pointing a would, gun at him. He says, "Let me see your hands." She's pointing a gun at him, according to his story, and the and the defense attorney's story. She had a gun on her, let, apparently, and that's not a reason to shoot her. Let me see your hands. No, that's definitely not no reason. For and she had thing, a, she I'm, had a gun if, pointed at him, according to him, and that's not a reason to well, shoot her. Well. Well, probably because he thought that she, he, she thought that somebody was breaking in our house. Exactly. So they were both, they both made false assumptions that were both. But she has and, the right to do that in her own, he, her own place. Right. And he has the right to think that maybe there's this burglary going on because it's a weird situation. No, he, too. Has, no, he has the right to uh, make, make sure that somebody breaking in the house. Right. That's what they were trying to do. Piece. Well, he didn't do that when he ain't say that uh, this is the police put your hands up. But he didn't want to announce and alert the burglars to their presence. Well, that's why it turned out like I did. Right, this and so and same issue. thing with her. Her actions too led to that situation. Him, him being an officer, right? It's up to him to be if he took the oath or whatnot to make sure he's doing his job to the best of his ability. It ain't the citizens. It ain't the citizen. Up to the citizen to make sure that uh, you uh, uh, prove that you are a cop. When it's up to the cops to make sure that they they're doing their job. And I can't. Be at my house and make sure you following the rules of the law that you uh, are uh, uh, opposed to uphold. I get, I get what you're no. saying, but I get what you're saying, but you're being unreasonable when you think that the cops had should have approached the situation with less suspicion. Uh, man, they definitely. I mean, I don't get how you think that a messy house or a door being that happens a lot in the black community or whatnot. I don't know how white well, people are. Shame on them. That happens a whole, huh? Shame on them because the, it was suspicious enough for a neighbor to call. Shame on them because a black, I mean, I'm saying I don't been around a black man. It's a lot of black people in the summertime that had their doors open at three door, with the storm doors open at yeah. three and four o'clock in the morning. They, that house might be dirty. They might be clean. That is not no justifiable reason. And if well, you, you think the, that the is, point is, you weren't there, and I wasn't there, and we're just trying to judge a situation based on very little, very little of the whole story. Well, I mean, well, it just seems like that you don't think that, that there's no bad cops or whatnot. You don't want to see. I the never whole, said uh, that. Told. Well, I mean, with, I mean, that's why I asked you what situation that you known of that you feel that the cops were not justified in doing what they're doing. Because every time that I'm hearing, isn't you making it seem like uh, every situation that these cops are in or whatnot, they're justified and head up king in 
Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out which situation. Give me a situation where you feel like the citizen was wrong. Where the cop was wrong? The citizen. Where the citizen was wrong. Where they were, uh, where they were violated. Where they were hurt and they weren't supposed to be hurt. How was I unreasonable in this judgment? I mean, I already explained to you how you was unreasonable. For the simple fact that they didn't have no... First of all, the caller didn't say, hey, I seen two individuals running in the house with a mask. You don't have that's, to, though. Uh, that's, what do you mean? If you're calling and telling somebody, what gives the person that's calling a reason to think that somebody... That means that anybody that can just call and say that I, uh, somebody's breaking into a house, and then the cops run, guns drawn, and this same situation keeps happening. I'm, I'm lost. Yeah, it's, so am I, man. It's, because but, because uh, there's a, with with high crime in a high crime area like Fort Worth, I assume it's a high crime area. They didn't necessarily say that they thought that there was a burglary in process. They called about a house with like open doors, and it was a weird situation. When it, when you're acting weird, it, hold on, Art. When you're acting weird, or it's a weird situation, or things don't look quite right, it brings extra scrutiny and suspicion. Is that not the case? No. Then you see her saying that they didn't even call and say that they actually thought it was a burglar. That adds even to the more of my point. Long story short, though. Yeah. Yeah, it is a mess. It is a messed up situation. But he signed up for it, and he didn't. It's up to the cops to make sure they figure it out because they don't know he needs to be held accountable. And just like I said, to be a lot of these with, politicians need to be him. I'm fine with him him being held accountable, but twelve years. And they're trying to charge him with murder. It seems over the top, and it seems extra over the top because there's an attack upon whites, especially white cops, when, well, and especially wrong, when it's black so-called victims. Well, it's the wrong one for you to be fighting for. I mean, if I'm looking at, but I mean, I'm looking, I at, agree I'm with looking you at it reasonably. I'm saying both well, sides. No, I'm, just, I'm saying both sides did wrong. Both sides, I under, did understandable things. But you want me to blame the cops for everything when the woman is out, is a little out of order. Well, I mean, I'm also, I'm also, I'm also uh, blaming the caller because I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out what did the caller I can't, say. I mean, you can't you blame, had, you can't blame the caller. You have to because we don't know what the caller exactly said. You don't know that the caller was unreasonable in calling the cops. Well, it's too, well, it's too much stuff that we allegedly not knowing for somebody just to be getting killed. Because allegedly somebody's breaking into a house that they wasn't being broken into, that's, and then somebody gets killed. That's that's the way of life. That's what happens when there's a high crime area, and cops are on edge, and the blacks are on edge too because there's a lot of crime. That's there are uh, relatively in this is a relatively innocent mistake on both their parts, and that no, happens all a- the time. That well, that's an opinion or whatnot, and that definitely ain't going off. But no, uh, no, that's an opinion that you have that ain't have don't have no logical facts or whatnot. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, you have you have to have a, a circumstantial amount of evidence to believe that uh, something is in progress. No, that's not. He and he definitely didn't or whatnot. He was he was in a high a crime area. Happier. Are you on it? Ed- are you more on edge in a high crime area or less on edge? Of course, you. It ain't about you being. It's about you being aware of your surroundings. It ain't about being on edge. The key word you saying on edge, meaning right. that you all extra nervous or whatnot, and, yep. and suspecting that oh, I might there might be a black dude or somebody with a gun hanging around the corner. No, it's not Which about being on edge. 
which there was a black with a gun pointed at him. Well, I mean, my fault. I thought this was America. I mean, uh, that ain't no problem. It is America, and that's what happens. Well, to me, this is what happens. A lot of white have, huh? To me, this is what happens in a high crime area where they're both suspicious of each other. Re- both have reasonable suspicions, and it was an unfortunate accident. And yeah, he, well, can, he it, can. They can punish him, but where's the sense of fairness and justice? And let's get rid of this witch hunt against the white cops. And this fake feeling sorry for the well, poor black no, victims. Well, this ain't the witch hunt that you. I mean, that you allegedly that you claiming that it's an attack on attack on whites. Well, I can okay. somewhat agree on, on some on some of the cops, but this ain't it. This ain't the story. This ain't the one that you look the, the story that you should or is, is should be looking for. No, you think, would you have charged and, that cop with murder? I mean, if that's what it is, if you go to thinking that you don't going to stop a crime that ain't a crime, I mean. They got yeah, they got him for mans- they got him for manslaughter, which is fair enough. That's, I mean, it looked like Mans- murder to me. I mean, I, I, I can give, I can give you that. I can give you that manslaughter. I can yeah, give you that. Not, how about not how about murder though? I mean, it can go either both ways. I mean, to I me, murder to me murder murder means like either gross negligence, which you could say, oh, there were some negligent things that he did, but that wasn't gross yeah. negligence based on the story. Yeah. I mean, it could, it could, I mean, I mean, I said, he slipped up, he uh, made a mistake, he should be punished for that. Yeah. But he shouldn't be, to me, to me, they're trying to bury him because it was another black woman killed by a white cop. And the prosecutors are falling all over themselves to dramatize this as a, as a, uh, you know, they're kissing, they're basically kissing up. Well, that's all I really want to say on that note. Anyway. Uh, what what I really called about it is uh, it was a uh, it was a uh, and even with that situation, no, I'm just saying hold them accountable just because I'm gonna say it about the politicians. We gonna hold them. We gonna hold them all accountable. If you messed up and you nice. wrong, you wrong. You gonna be held accountable or whatnot. Long story short, though, on you know on that end or whatnot, uh, it was a, a black chick or whatnot. Just in here uh, in Columbus, Ohio, yeah. she had a, a ki- her kids with her two two twins. It was like five months old, and she had them out Uber eating or whatnot. So the girl that I worked with was telling me yesterday, and I was like, well, they got kidnapped. I said, they should hold the mom accountable. The lady I worked with said, no, that ain't that ain't right. That ain't fair. We're not, uh, people have certain situations. And I just was bringing this up to you because I'm just trying to figure out where are these liberals and who do they think they talking to where they think that they telling me who I should feel sorry for. And then they think that I should feel sorry for the, the parent instead of the child when the child didn't ask to be put in that situation. Then... The girl at the job is telling me she know five dudes or whatnot that is in Columbus or whatnot that got custody of their kids. And I said, name the five people. She said, I'm not telling you that because I don't. Why would I tell you that name? I'm like, well, give me that initial. And she said, no, I ain't doing that. I said, you lying or whatnot. Long story short, why I say that she's lying or whatnot? Because the statistics show that in Democratic areas, that's how Democrats get their money, how they get paid is off child support and these custody courts. And that's the fact. Eighty percent of them Democratic, seventy-five percent of the numbers and whatnot is showing that uh, most of the kids are with the females. So she already lying or whatnot. And that's that point or whatnot that I had to say. And that's a sick ahead. world that we're living in. Injustice. I'm on the phone. Oh, you got to hold up. Injustice against yeah, the yeah. man. I, I appreciate um, it, Art. Hey. Hey. Yes. Hey, one more thing. All it's right. A, it's a, it's a uh, professor from Stanford. 
they did studies on uh, skulls and whatnot over there in Egypt, and they said that the uh, skulls in Egypt resemble the slaves that were over here in America and whatnot. I'll let you put that together with my God bless you. <laughs> Thank Keep you, man. rolling with Trump, and I'll catch you later, big dog. Sounds good. Take care, man. Adios. Adios, America. Let me get to John in Kentucky's back on the line. Been on hold forever. John, thank you for holding. What is up? Man, I had to call back because, you know, I'm busy or whatever. But yeah. <clears throat> I'm glad you took my call. But uh, I noticed that you like to defend and play devil's advocate a lot. That's why you took the position with the cop. And also when you was talking about Weinstein. Yeah. I see a pattern because you defend uh, Epstein, too. And you defend R. Kelly and Bill Cosby and Trump. Mm-hmm. And yesterday you was defending Hitler. So it's like you see the world completely different than everybody else. And you always defend who we see as, you know, evil. Yeah, because well, it's not that I'm necessarily even defending them. I'm just defending being fair and not fair. not not assuming that we know who's evil and who's wrong and what really happened and all that stuff. Because there's this jump to, to call people guilty when there's actually no proof that they're guilty or go overboard in burying a person when... Uh, Everybody else is just as guilty. Yeah, but in all those sexual assault cases, you normally put the blame on the woman or the child. And, and you say they'll call them guilty, but that's pretty much what you're doing to when, the victim. When have I blamed a child for so-called sexual assault? When, when we talked about Epstein Island and them girls being 14 and 15 years old and R. Kelly. Oh, yeah. Say, well, they look they look way older. They look way older. Which is a fact. Children of okay. single children of of single mothers, uh, the girls, they go through puberty at an earlier age without their fathers. That's a but documented. That's a documented fact. And those but are it's runaways. Not their fault that they look like that. It's not their fault that they I look like that. I didn't. Older. I wasn't blaming the child for how they look. I'm just saying. I'm just defending the notion that. You don't necessarily know how old or young a person is if you're a, a degenerate, sleeping, sex out of wedlock type of a type of a person. But if you're a predator like Epstein was, they target the young girls, so they know what they're dealing with. They don't want the older girls. They target the young girls. What's a predator? What's a predator? What's a predator? What's a predator in the wild when it comes to animals? What's a predator? A predator you know in the right? wild? Yeah, a predator in the wild yeah. goes at, is an animal that has to eat other animals. And so it hunts other animals. Hunts, right. So a predator, a sexual predator is, is, is somebody who preys on uh, women. But that's a buzzword. That's an anti-man buzzword. You shouldn't be repeating Look, that. man, buzzword, buzzword. Why don't, you, why don't you call him what he is? Like something that a he was pedophile. actually guilty of i don't know anything about epstein other yes, than that do. they claim that he was i think he was pleaded guilty to some stuff in 05 or so but he had a, this gillane gillane maxwell woman recruiting yeah. recruiting young girls uh, underage girls. young ladies underage ladies yeah. young ladies girls runaways girls. you say 14 15 16 years old i think the youngest was 15 and most of them were not underage, but I don't know. But anyway, the young, young uh, post-puberty people, 
for like sex uh, mess, just degenerate, unchristian stuff, right? Yeah, but I'm but not defending that. I'm that- just I'm just pointing out the reality of the situation. Whereas people are falling all over themselves saying, "Oh, pedophiles," and they're puffing up, and meanwhile they're sexually degenerate too. Sex out of wedlock. Uh, they're for the same-sex marriage stuff. And these girls and uh, young women and not-so-young women, they know what they're doing with um, Cosby and Epstein and, uh, and... No, not Epstein. Weinstein and all them. Even with Epstein. See, see there you go again. Like, you're putting the blame you have on to, them. They you have know to blame both. Doing. You have to blame both for the the wrong actions of both. That's what God no, did. you don't, Hake. Yes, you do. You, you, you have to blame the adults, man. You blame the adults. I you did don't blame, blame the, the adults. I did blame the adults. You said blame both of them. You can't blame both of them. The, the, those are not children. They, after a certain age, a child, uh, somebody who's legally considered a child knows what he or she is doing. Yeah, but you can't, you can't no blame yeah, them. But. It, it, it is a yeah, but. Hey, you're go ahead. wrong. Go you ahead. Just, go ahead. You just, Tell your yeah, but. You're wrong. And in you fact, I blamed to, I blamed the parents of the runaways, like yeah, Virginia Jufre. Yeah. See, so I'm being fair-minded. You have to blame everybody for the things that they did wrong. But these are but not the children who are don't adults. know any better. The parents are adults, and the predator is an adult. And you also have to blame the the children who who are old enough to know better. Hey, um, have you ever seen those shows where they do the child predator stings, where the police act like they're a minor, and they set this guy up? I've heard of those, yeah. Yeah, you haven't ever seen the show before? No, I don't really, I'm not, I don't really watch shows. Okay, well, in every every case, it's always mostly 99% men, and they always think they're coming to see a 12, 13, 14-year-old. Now, if they were really coming to see a 12, 13, 14-year-old, 100% of the blame goes to the man, right or wrong? Wrong. Because what kind of a parent, yeah. what kind of parents would raise a kid who would be, who would be talking on the Internet about meeting sexually with somebody? That's a, that's a yeah, bad but- parent. And a, and a kid who's like 12, 13, 14 years old. I knew what I was up to when I was 12, 13, 14. I remember not being such an innocent uh, kid at that age. These are not... Yeah. Children Children know more, especially children that age. You could barely they call do. them children. Adolescents know what they're doing. Yes, you put more of the they blame do. on the adults. And you said that mostly men are the ones doing that thing, that internet thing, and maybe that's the yeah. case. But... Uh, female teachers and females in general, most of the time boys lose their virginity to older girls and and women. So Yeah, me too. So there's not... the, the Women and girls are not innocent in this sex stuff. Yeah, men have more of a hang-up with it, I guess. But like yeah, Jesse says, men are the sex addicts and women you don't are the dog sex them for it. You don't dog it for it because you guys are like pro-men. Pro like, you can't... Men can do no wrong. No, that's not the case. Uh, You have to blame both. God blamed both in the garden. He held Adam. How much time we got? We have a little bit of time. We got. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you at least three to five minutes. But let me make the point. God blamed Adam for what he did, Eve for what she did, and the serpent for what they did. But nowadays, people want to say, even the Christians want to put it all on the men. Even they want to put all. You're being silly. They want to put Go it. Ahead, they want to put it all on the men, and the men are the leaders. If men were in order, women would come to order. 
But you have to blame both, blame everybody for where, what everybody does wrong, and it's one sided right now. Yeah, but and it's not even accurate it, what it they're saying the about the men down, and the though. whites. And it, it, it is accurate. It is accurate. No, it's what's you accurate. Know, you don't have kids. when I say you it's not accurate. Kids. When I say it's not accurate, what what do you think I'm saying that it's not accurate? To put all the blame on the man. Right, and they're putting blame on him for stuff that's not even true. Uh, Epstein, I mean, not Epstein, Weinstein, you know, you were talking about him earlier. Yeah, those women uh, knew what they were doing when they, when they got with him, many of them. They, I'm they assuming knew, that, that they knew what they were doing. And I'm I think it's a safe assumption. They knew, I'm assuming that they knew his reputation, but they were going as far as they could go before a sexual encounter to try to get the role in the movie and try and pursue their dreams of being famous. Uh-huh. And they get in the situation where they can't say no. And he pretty much does these nasty things to them. And so he with is them. definitely a disgusting human being. With them. What's that? With them, not to them. Doing it with them, not doing it to them. Well, <laughs> they don't want it to be done. But, that, but, but yet they don't. They're, they're so degenerate and eager for a job, allegedly, that they'll... Well, he's a monster, man. You, you got to admit, he's a monster. He, he, and he's so never, are they. He, he has not like he, uh, him. I know, but not like wem- women and men are monsters in different ways, but women play innocent better than men, I guess. It, it's like y'all were talking yesterday with that guest. What do you mean yeah, by like monster? Y'all were ta- man, like a true devil demon. Like, like, just like gro- out these gross-looking, degenerate. Oh, but- yeah, he's an ugly guy, but <laughs> I'm talking about the, the the evil acts, the evil acts, man. Like the the way your brain has to work to to go through with evil stuff like that. Like that's that's evil and conniving. Like he just did. Uh, he, as far as I know, he just did kind of like really perverted sexual stuff with these women, right? Yeah, he didn't like murder them man. or cut them up or. Like, the, it was evil Thank God. in that it was gross sexual stuff. Yeah, gross. But like, the women I are mean, gross, too. Would women you want are, to be friends with somebody like that? Uh, Look, hey, man, we're talking depends about what I, depends if I can You always got to get the women in there. <laughs> say again, say again. I was joking that it depends if I could get a movie role. <laughs> yeah, see, see, you ain't joking. You for real about yeah. that. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. You for real. But uh, You think he's more evil thing, than you? Uh, Yes, he's more evil than me. How so? Hey, hey, I know y'all say no. There's no good people, or whatever. Right. But the way I use do you good disagree? Is huh? Do you disagree? Yeah, because I'm using good in a different sense. Okay. Like I don't, I don't break no laws. I'm not gonna hurt nobody. I'm not disrespecting nobody. So I look at myself as a good person, right? But you do disrespect some- people. How do I disrespect people? I mean, I don't want to repeat stuff, but you've said stuff on this show that's quite disrespectful and malicious and okay, and okay, violent. Okay, my people, violent wishes, my people, oh, my people. but that not wishes, not wishes, not wishes. Violent intentions. That stuff is in the Bible. That stuff is in the Bible. But that's but we an ain't got to talk about it. Okay, yeah, we don't. You're right. Let's it's, drop it's that. It's not an excuse because because I, I believe the words that are written in the Bible, so it's not an excuse. I'm just going by my beliefs. Okay. Um. You That's how I took it, actually. That's how I took it when, when you said those things. I took it in stride. I, dude, I, I would never do something like that unless Father God himself put it on my heart, too. But I would never do nothing like that. 
but I, I do. Believe, I do think I it's gonna happen. Man. I believe you. I, I do. But think I would it's say happen. that if Satan know. puts it on, puts it on your heart, and hopefully you're not dumb enough to convince. No, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Satan couldn't put that on my heart. But anyway, um, let's let's get to your point because why don't we don't need to be dwelling on that mess. Go ahead. No, another topic. It was another topic I wanted to mention because I tried to get Jesse to answer. I said I was going to call you yesterday. I'll give you three minutes. Uh, Go ahead. Did you not see the pathetic scheme that Trump pulled with the trading cards? And don't say you didn't. I know you did. You probably don't care about it as a story. No, I I actually would like to cover it because I thought it was funny and cute. It is. It is funny. Was it cute? What kind of person (laughs) would buy it? I don't know. I heard that it went up 500%. (laughs) <laughs> goodness that's some money right there yeah whatever and, that means and uh whatever that means that means he sold no, a lot I, he made a lot of money yeah i know i just don't understand the nft stuff. thing very well but you're right yep people H- you can make you money buy? out of you can make money out of stuff that's not valuable nowadays isn't it wild right, but yeah doesn't that mean that people are gullible though yeah people buy People buy stars in the sky, you know, and put their name on it. Their right. Certificate. Nick. And digital land and on a map. That is just ridiculous. Oh, if you bought it back well, at that point, you'd be up 500%. And even now, the cheapest Trump digital card is $255. The floor price is still way up. All Ethereum, he says. Go ahead. And all you have to do is take a screenshot of it, and you got it forever. <laughs> that, that, I don't understand that, that stuff. Ridiculous. Yeah. You ever call Nick Stream? I mean, no. Nick really don't do his show, does he? Like he he he's not consistent. He's not consistent, but he does do his show on Fridays, and he's getting no. better. He's getting better. Evening in the evenings or the late nights. It's usually about four p.m. plus or minus on a Friday or a Saturday. Nick, Nick, you need to do it about seven. Do it about seven when people are winding down. And but you have four more people call. And four interact. Pacific is seven Eastern. Oh, okay, okay. But, yeah, if he did it at 7, it would be 10 Eastern. Kentucky, you're a central oh, okay. time or what? What time is it right now? It's going on 11 I now. What, I don't know if it's central or whatever it is. It's uh, almost 1 here. Okay, so, yeah, you're, you're, in, you're in central time. So, But, uh, yeah, man, I just thought that was so silly of Trump to make a big <laughs> announcement. He could have just said he was going to do it instead of getting everybody hopes up all his fans and everything uh-huh but i just thought it was funny too i wanted to see your opinion yeah and see how jesse was going to downplay it but i haven't seen I jesse mean, cover it uh i heard that nick i feel like i heard nick cover it or talk about possibly being gonna cover it he thought it was he thought that trump shouldn't have done it that the person who told trump to do it should fi- should be fired but i don't know i think it's kind of funny and like he looks like it there are cards for those who don't know that, or at least screenshots of things that look like a, like a card, like a superhero baseball card, and it looks or like a cowboy Trump is, with a trench coat. Oh yeah, I saw one where Trump That's looks like he's a one. superhero. Yeah, man, it's just silly, man. <laughs> it is for sure, man. That's just silly. Oh, you know what? But okay, go ahead. He's yeah. not going to win. But he's not going to win the presidency again. And I know y'all's hopes are down. Uh, DeSantis has a has a chance. Depending on whether Biden comes back, Biden don't need to come back. Would but you, would you prefer to, in America? Would you prefer DeSantis? Huh? Man, you know what, man? To be honest, I would like somebody younger, and uh, 
I don't know, man. I just think we don't have choices in America, man. Like yeah. they they give us they give us our choices, and, and and we really really don't have a choice. It's A or B, but kind of true. There's got to be some brilliant people that are in their mid forties or fifties that live life and are brilliant and have good ideas that can run the country. But you want young, you want somebody younger even than DeSantis, or DeSantis's age, but not DeSantis. Somebody who's lived lived life and has has some experience. That's true. Well, I don't man. know how old DeSantis is. <laughs> Tr- what now? Tr- that's Trump. He's young at heart. Man, Trump is like ninety years old. Man, he needs. He needs but he's full body. of energy. He's he's full of life. Unlike Sleepy Joe. Yeah, but he's he's. I've always said he's a con artist. He he knows how to make money. He cares about himself first. It's not really country first. But how is that different from anybody? I think that he still loves the country more than any other politician that we've had. But I got to go, because man. Let's talk again. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. All right, adios. Thanks, guys. You know what? I am remiss again in not reading the Super Chats. I have tons for tomorrow, I guess. Now we got to play uh, Angels We Have Heard on High by Phil Hahn and Steve Johnson. Thanks, guys. Adios. You're